0: Oh, did I scare you, everybody? Oh, yes, I hope so. It's Halloween. This is the Harland Highway Halloween episode. Ooh, and what a show we have today. Oh, my God. Check this out. If this isn't the scariest podcast you're ever going to hear, Freddy Krueger from Nightmare on Elm Street is calling the show later on. And we are going to talk to Freddy Krueger himself from from uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. So you don't want to miss that. You're going to be terrified. It's going to be blood curdling. Uh, also, we are, uh, we're going to explain what trick-or-treat is. We're going to get into the real history of what trick-or-treating is, where it came from, how it started, what it is. And then also, I'm going to be reviewing uh, the the new Halloween movie. I'm going to talk about the new uh, Halloween movie that I went to see. The updated uh, latest 2018 version of the movie Halloween. I will review it and talk about it. Uh, Should be super fun. And then at the end of the show, oh my God, we are going to have a scary haunted seance. We're lighting candles in the studio. We're going to bring back evil spirits into the studio. This is going to be terrifying. Put on your seatbelt. Get your Reese's Pieces. This is the Harland Highway. I
1: have an announcement make. You are about to go down the Harland Highway. Lock the door. I don't want to be a product of my environment. Shut up. I want my environment to be a product. Me. You're riding down the Harlan Highway. So, who do I have to fuck to get off this phone? I can get you off. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. Ah, you're a cantaloupe. Alright,
0: hold tight on the Harlan
1: Highway I'm ashamed, Big Daddy. That's why I'm a drunk. When I'm drunk, I can stand myself. Keep leaning on that tutor, Charlie, and you're going to get a shot in the mouth. Act like a man. What's the matter I wasn't really sure what was going on. You're listening to Harlan Williams. The rest is bullshit, and you know it. Oh, yeah. There
0: it is. How cool is that music? The Halloween music. On our Halloween Harland Highway. The three H's. The Halloween Harland Highway. Don't you just love that music? God. It's just so scary. Uh, I recently, uh, speaking of Halloween, I recently went to see uh, the original Halloween. It was playing in Hollywood, and uh, I bought a ticket because I, you know, I saw the original Halloween movie when it came out in the '70s, and I'm only 18 years old. I'm not an old guy. It's scary getting old. Uh, but anyway, so I went to see the original Halloween when it came out in the movie theaters. And I remember it was like so cool and scary. And then uh, this theater by my house in Hollywood, they, uh, they screened the original Halloween movie at the theater on this huge screen. So I got to kind of go back and relive my childhood a little bit. And it was really cool and nostalgic and it brought back so many memories. And uh, I really enjoyed it. But what was funny is when you, you know, you, you watched the Halloween movie now versus when it was made. And I'll tell you, filmmaking was different. The way people talked was different. The way people dressed was different. The way they made movies was different. It was like really, like, uh, really interesting. And one of the things that really kind of caught me was, you know, stuff that when the movie played in the 70s, people were, like, scared and frightened and freaked out. And and I was, uh, you know, this this theater was full. It was packed. And what I noticed is that that people were laughing at many points throughout the movie because what passed for kind of normal in the 70s And scary in the 70s, well, you know, fast forward, what, 40 years? And suddenly, uh, you know, we've had 40 years worth of horror and terror and slasher films and all this stuff. And so some of the stuff in the Halloween movie was so kind of dated that people were cracking up laughing, which kind of caught me off guard. Like stuff that went when I saw the movie originally, people were jumping out of their seats and now people were like chuckling out loud and laughing. Because it just, you know, compared to where we're at today, it just didn't resonate as scary or violent or, you know what I mean? So um, it was interesting. And as far as filmmaking goes, it, it, it was pretty uh, interesting to watch because everything was so much slower. So there was a, there's a number of scenes where it's like Jamie Lee Curtis. She, she's I think she was like in her early 20s when she shot this movie. But she's a school, she's a high school kid. And there's scenes where it's just her and her high school girlfriends walking down the street, talking. And the scene just kept going and going. Like they walked down the street and then they went around a corner and they're still talking. And then they... Go down another street, and they're walking, and they're t- and they're just having normal conversation. So, you going to the dance tonight? Are you going to? Tommy wants to take you to the dance. I think he likes you. Like just real normal conversation. And they're just walking through the street down, down the neighborhood sidewalk, and then you know they do the shot where they walk up to the house, and then they walk in the door, and then they go inside the house and shoot her opening the door and walking into the house. So it's these big, long, like, kind of transitions versus what they do nowadays, which is probably have someone walking and talking for, like, 20 seconds and then just smash cut into the house. You're in the house. And uh, everything's much more, uh, you know, speeded up and expedited and all that stuff. And and so the cool thing about Halloween is is this slow pacing and this kind of real-time kind of filmmaking. It actually, even though it's slower, it, it kind of makes you feel like you're there. It make, makes it feel like you're you're in the neighborhood, that you're with the girls, that you're walking with them, that you're hearing them, they're, you're in the real world. Versus today's movies, everything's just cut, 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 you know, smash cut to this, smash cut to that. It's like in the old days, it's like, uh, hey, Sandy, you want to walk down to the corner and get a coffee? And the camera would follow them out the door and walk down the street with them to the coffee shop. Nowadays, hey, Sandy, you want to go get a coffee? Smash cut, you're in the coffee shop. They've already ordered their coffee, and the shot is them sitting at a coffee table drinking, you know, their coffees. Uh, so it was really cool to go back and, and see the movie. Like I said, a lot of memories. I remember I went with my oldest sister, Teresa, and I'll never forget it too. I remember it was like, a, you know, scary. And, and I, I did the classic doorknob thing where the people sitting in front of me, I, I think I grabbed their shoulders and went boo in the movie or something. I'll always remember it because my sister was laughing. I remember Teresa was laughing that I, that I like, kind of frightened these people sitting in front of us. Like, the thing you don't do in a horror movie. But, you know, that's me. That's why I'm such a winner. Uh, but then to continue the Halloween story, let's hit the music again, Rog. I mean, we I love this music. And this plays into my next segment. There we go. Thank you. So, fast forward to 2018. And uh, they released the next Halloween. Although there's been a bunch of other versions of it throughout the years. Rob Zombie did a remake of of uh, Halloween. The original one was horrible, I'm just horrible. I just cringed. Um, and uh, there's been another like a bunch of sequels that none of them none of them made sense. They were all weird, and they. They took these weird turns, and some of them, they were just bad. They are all horrible. So so this new Halloween that's out is probably the closest to the first one. This is probably the sequel that should have been made 35 years ago. But it puts um, it puts Michael Myers back in the mix. It puts uh, Jamie Lee Curtis back in the mix. And, and one of the best things of all is they brought this music back. Listen to that. It's so cool. That music is so cool. Like it's it's so iconic and creepy. And in all the other Halloween renditions they did, they didn't use the music. And that's that's like going to see the movie Psycho and you don't put in the weep 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 weep, you know, like that famous psycho music. Or it's like if you go see Friday the thirteenth and they don't do the choo 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 cho, ch cho, cho, You know that like like every, you gotta have that kind of cool theme music, or it's like it's like if you went to see a James Bond movie and they didn't do the James Bond theme, or an old Clint Eastwood spaghetti western and they didn't have the wow 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 wow, right? And so this music like is so identifiable to to the whole Halloween franchise. And so it's so cool to see uh, to see it back in there, to hear it back in there. And then the movie itself was probably, you know, out of all the Halloween reboots they've tried to do, this one to me was the best because it stayed true to the characters and it kind of picked up where everything left off and, and, you know, Michael Myers looked cool and it had that tension and kind of that slow burn that the first one had, they... I think they tried to kind of recreate the style to the best of their ability. And uh Jamie Lee Curtis looks like an old lady now, but she still pulled it off. Her acting was good and you 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 could feel like the connection to to the story because she was the one tormented in the very first one. Um so it was good it wasn't like brilliant but it was satisfying enough that it, it wasn't a stinker it wasn't uh, it wasn't brilliant so I'd say it was like somewhere you know a six or a seven out of ten um, and one of the cool surprises for me in Hall ho- in the ho- new Halloween uh, I did a movie years ago called down Periscope a submarine movie and and um, And my character, Sonar, uh, worked in the submarine and stood right next to the electrician, an actor by the name of Toby Huss. And every Christmas, I play Toby's music for you. He does the snowballs. Uh, There's snowballs like mine and all those Christmas songs that I play every year. And Toby's a great actor. And all of a sudden, there was Toby, my buddy, and he didn't tell me. This is what's hilarious, like, I was just hanging out with him like a number of months ago and he didn't tell me he, uh, he got this gig and all of a sudden he shows up and there's my buddy Toby in Halloween. He's one of the main characters. And uh, it was so cool to see my buddy Toby in there and he did an amazing job. He's great. He plays the father of, the, uh, of Jamie Lee Curtis's grandchild. Or the husband of Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter in the movie. And uh, it's a bit of a spoiler alert here, but he gets killed by Michael Myers. Michael Myers grabs him and chokes him out and stabs him. And, and I thought, how cool, man. How cool to be killed by such an iconic uh, character. And it immediately made me think of a movie I, another movie I did called The Whole Nine Yards with Bruce Willis. And in that movie, Bruce Willis uh, shoots me to death. He, he puts like nine bullets into me. And I always thought that was the coolest thing. I thought if I got to be killed in a movie, how cool to be shot dead by such an iconic actor as Bruce Willis, right? So I always kind of had that as a little feather in my cap. You know, I got shot by Bruce Willis. Who would you get shot by? And now my buddy Toby, in my opinion, one-upped me. Because he got murdered by Michael Myers from the Halloween movies. And I think that's probably... I mean, Bruce Willis is cool, but Michael Myers is maybe cooler. I don't know. I'll let you guys decide. Maybe maybe you want to phone me and, and tell me who you think you'd rather get killed by in a movie. Bruce Willis shot by Bruce Willis or choked to death by Michael Myers. We'll have a little vote. Uh, You can call me at 323-739-4330. So anyways, uh, I recommend recommend renting the uh, Halloween movie from the 70s and watching it for Halloween, and then go to the theater and watch the new one. And I think if you're a horror fan, if you like the Halloween franchise, if you like Michael Myers, I think you'll be pleased and have a good time. So I thought I'd kick off our Halloween show... Talking about Halloween. Ooh, just set the tone for our scary Harland Highway Halloween podcast. Ooh.
1: Well, what do you know? A ham sandwich. Oh,
0: you gotta have a little Scooby Doo on the Halloween show, right? Like, what do you know? Like a ham sandwich, Scooby. Um, so Roger promised me a special scary guest I don't know, he said it would be a surprise guest And I don't know why I trust you, Roger But uh, I, I guess, you know, wh- what else can I do? You're my producer So Roger promised a surprise guest would be calling in today From the horror genre It'd be a scary, scary interview So Roger, I'm afraid to ask because you've let me down And I'm just being honest, bro You've probably let me down since the very first episode of this podcast we've ever done. Okay? Um, But, that being said, maybe today you'll break your losing streak. And maybe you'll have a good interview. So, I'm going to ask you, you can hold up the name on the card through the glass. Who is our Halloween scary horror interview today? Hold on. He's writing something down with his Sharpie, his trusty Sharpie, and he's... uh, No way. Are you... Freddy Krueger? You got Freddy... Get lost. Freddy Krueger's calling in. Oh, my God. When's he calling in? What, now? Oh, my God. Okay, here we go. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Freddy freaking Krueger, the Nightmare on Elm Street guy. Oh my god. Okay. This this might be you, you might have just broke your losing streak, Roger. This could be excellent. Okay, let's do this. Uh is he on the line now? He is. Okay, I'm not going to waste any more time. Wow. What a what a what a coup. I don't know if you're going to get a lot of Halloween podcasts with Freddy Krueger calling in, gang. So, here we go, Roger. There's better not be crap. Put him through. Halloween, oh my god, I'm tongue-tied. Freddy Krueger. Hello, sir, are you there? Hello. Oh boy, here we go, there he is. Hello, Mr. Krueger, how are you, sir? Hello, Ireland. Yes, oh my god, Roger, you did it. We got Freddy Krueger himself on the line for Halloween. This is going to be scary. Wow. Uh, thank you for being here, uh, Freddy. So, boy, oh boy, the Halloween season, you're, you're one of the most iconic, and I hope this isn't politically incorrect, but you're one of the most iconic uh, movie monsters out there. Your, your, uh, your face is synonymous with nightmares and, and, and terror and
1: horror. Well, thank you very much. Uh, you know, I built a career
0: on it. Oh my god, and this time of year, I mean, people are watching your movies, people are dressing up like you, and you must just be, you must be in heaven during this time of year when everything's like, uh, you know, being scary and getting frightened is is like at the top of the radar. Well,
1: you know, I'm, I'm trying to change that a little. Oh, so, oh, how do you mean, sir? Well, you know, I've been... Uh... I've been kicking around in this old uh, red and black striped rugby sweater for a long time. Oh yes, we
0: know it, sir. The, uh, the iconic Freddy Krueger striped sweater with the the holes, the moth eaten holes, and the...
1: Yeah, well, that's part of the point. Uh, you know, at what point do you uh, change your look? Um, sorry? You know, I've been wearing that thing for 40 years. I don't know how long, and uh might be time. Uh, time for what, sir? Well, I'm, I'm called a stylist. A stylist? Yeah, it's time to, you know, I'm, the fall's coming in. I, for the first time in my life, I want to be wearing my fall colors. Um, Freddie, uh,
0: I don't know if you need to concern yourself with that. I mean, people like the way you look.
1: Yeah, well, they but you know the last time is? I went on a date. Oh.
0: Uh,
1: I guess I didn't think of that. I mean, I, I look in the mirror and I just see a mess. You know? Uh, I look at my skin. I look like a walking uh, ball sack. Uh, well, y- y- your skin is a bit... Uh... Uh, you don't have to say it. It's wrinkled. It's pruned. It's a mess. I look like a... Uh, not only a burn victim, but I look like a burn victim that was in a three-alarm apartment fire. And got his nuts caught in a, in a fireplace or something. I mean, my skin. I mean, if I glued pubic hair on my face, it'd be a walking ball bag. Oh, okay. So... So what I'm saying is I want to get a dermatologist. I want to get the ball meat on my face smoothed out. You know, you know how it feels when a woman reaches up and touches your skin and says, my, what a
0: nice scrotum you have, Freddy. I gotta say, that's my face, Bianch. Whoa, okay, I...
1: All right, Freddy. And my nails, I mean, God. You know, I can't even run my fingers through a girl's hair without scalping her. I mean, you know how that feels? You're sitting at the drive-in movie theater, probably watching one of my movies. And I'm trying to get uh, affectionate and, you know, run my fingers through her hair and her whole scalp comes off of my hand. Yikes, that's never fun. Yeah, don't even get me started trying to get to
0: second base. You ever heard of heavy petting? Oh, yeah, everybody's done a little heavy
1: petting. Yeah, well, you ever seen a cheese platter where it's all sliced up? Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to get crude here or anything, but, you know, my nails are... I mean, I could, I could make the the, the Wolverine look like a, a ballerina dandy boy. Yeah, you got really long,
0: like knife-like nails, and
1: yeah, you ever, you ever reach for a girl's boob, and by the time you finish fondling her, it looks like somebody sliced some cold cuts and made a cold cut platter. I mean, holy shit!
0: Okay, that that is a bit. I guess you couldn't really go on a date and get frisky with a girl without... Without
1: turning into her cold cuts, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I want to get my skin looked at, Uh, I want to get the nails, uh, my clothes, you know, I want some fall colors, I want some spring colors. You know, my wife, you know, I've got notoriety, I'm famous, why why don't I have a a modeling agent, you know? Uh, Why can't I be going down the catwalk in my... uh, Oiled up black work boots.
0: Well, I, you do have a good career as, as a, a, a horror, uh, you know, person, personality.
1: Yeah, but you know, Hollywood's fickle. I want to reimagine myself. I mean, have you seen my teeth, for Christ's sake?
0: Well, you don't have the prettiest teeth in town, uh, Freddy. Yeah.
1: That's why right now I've got these Invisalign uh, teeth aligners in.
0: What? The... the, the uh. The, the, those clear plastic,
1: uh... Yeah, the clear plastic, and the, the only bummer is they're clear, and so my shit-stained brown teeth still show through, but at the very least, uh, you know, I'd rather have straight, you know, straight and uh, perfectly aligned shit-brown teeth than, uh, you know, shit-stained brown teeth that looks like somebody threw a grenade in my mouth, you know what I'm saying?
0: Okay, so... You know, I, I don't know if, you know, people like the fact that you're scary, though, Freddy. I mean, we, we like the fact that you cause nightmares and and you make us sit up at night and you make us, uh, you know, squirm in our seats at the movie theater. And I I don't know if we'd be ready for the, the uh, reimagined makeover, Freddy Krueger.
1: Yeah, well, this is my life, not yours. I mean, do me a favor right now. Okay. Unzip your pants. Reach down and start rubbing your ball bag. What? No, 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 no Freddie. I don't. Well, your listeners, all your listeners. I want to reach down and rumble your fingers around on your ball bag. And if you're not a dude, I want you to reach in your grandmother's blouse and start fondling her left tit. Freddie, what? What are you saying? I'm just saying that's the texture. Okay, your ball bag and your grandmother's left tit is the texture of my face. And so I'm long overdue for a goddamn makeover. You know, when's it my turn to be pretty? When's it my turn to do a, you know, a, a crest commercial? When's it my turn to to be the uh, the spokesperson for Chanel Number no. 5, you know? When do I get to slap on some angel wings and walk down the catwalk with the Victoria's Secret girls? You know? Well,
0: Freddy, I I understand that, 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 that you've been pegged for a certain look, a certain style for all these years, but, uh, you know, you, you ever hear this saying, do what you're good at? Do what I'm good at? Do you know what my
1: breath smells like, you asshole? Now, no need to get antagonistic, Freddy. My breath smells like a horse farted in a pile of cow manure and sucked it into a crap machine that someone just barfed into. What? What does that even mean? Exactly. Now, you're a Hollywood guy. Maybe you can, uh, you know,
0: connect me with someone who can uh, turn my image around. Yeah, Freddie, listen, we kind of called you because this is the Halloween show and we thought it would be scary and you could frighten us and I think the image of you like, you know, cleaning up, so to speak, and wearing nice clothes and having nice teeth and skin and hair. Hair? I don't have
1: fucking hair. Why do you think I wear this stupid hat I found at the Salvation Army? You know how many homeless people have puked and taken a dump in this hat? I take my hat off, I look like a bald fucking moose bag. A what? I don't know. Have you ever seen a... A moose's ball
0: sack? Yeah, you, you gotta stop talking about b- ball sacks.
1: Well, it's easy for you to say. I'm a walking moose's ball sack.
0: Okay, Freddy. Maybe, maybe, you know, maybe... Maybe this isn't the right time to be talking to you. You sound like you're maybe going through a bit of a, a midlife crisis or whatever. Well, yeah, maybe. And, uh, maybe, you know, you you, you need to just take some time off and bounce back. Oh, bounce back? What's that, a ball reference? No, no, what do you mean? You said bounce back. Yeah. What do balls do? They bounce?
1: And what do I look like? A a, a big fat testicle? Exactly, you son of a whore. I'm gonna come over there and teabag your whole face with my body you son of a bitch okay thank you freddy oh,
0: whoa 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 that did not roger that did not go halloweenish that went like cosmetology like you know he wants a dermatologist and is he gone god jeez i was i was hoping we'd get scared or you know i i thought he'd tell us some crazy horror stories about you know slicing up people and eating flesh and all that and we the guy's looking to go to the you know to Rite Aid and find a dermatologist and stuff he's getting his teeth invisaligned and he's probably at home loofahing himself in a in a milk bath or something it's just it's not scary well, let's get, you know what, let's get back to uh, Halloween. And, and have you ever wondered, have you ever wondered just where the whole trick-or-treat thing came from? You know, it's like we just we just go out trick-or-treat, we go to people's, we go to complete strangers' doors. In this day and age, when people are, most people are terrified of everyone outside of their house, like... I mean think about it imagine on any other day a cluster of people coming to your house dressed in costumes you'd be like you'd be like shooting them through the door with a shotgun man you know and so I always wondered where the hell did this weird tradition ever come from and I thought it might be interesting to share with you where the whole trick or treat thing came from so so here we go let me let me read you what I found out Uh, It turns out the practice began with the Celtic tradition of celebrating the end of the year by dressing up as evil spirits. The Celts believed that as we moved from one year to the next, the dead and the living would overlap and demons would roam the earth again. So dressing up as demons was a defense mechanism. If you encountered a real demon roaming the earth, they would think you were one of them. Fast forward to when the Catholic Church was stealing everybody's holidays and trying to convert them. They turned the demon dress-up party into All Hallows' Eve, quote, All Souls' Day and, quote, All Saints' Day, and had people dress up as saints, angels, and still a few demons. As for the trick-or-treating... That tradition began in the Middle Ages, children and sometimes poor adults would dress up in the aforementioned costumes and go around door to door during hollow mans, begging for food or money in exchange for songs and prayers, often said on behalf of the dead. This was called souling, and the children were called soulers. So there's a little bit of weird history there. Um, so um, I guess this thing uh, in the 1920s and the 30s was put on hold for a little bit during World War II, and you'll never guess why—because of sugar rations. During the war, they had sugar rations. So I, you know, I guess they're handing out you know rhubarb and carrots to the kids or something, but they. They put trick-or-treating on hold, and uh, and now it's back in full force. Now, here's the earliest known reference to, t- quote, trick-or-treat, printed in the November 4th, 1927 edition of the Blackie, Alberta, Canada, Herald. And this is what it says, Halloween provided an opportunity for real strenuous fun. No real damage was done except to the temper of some who had to hunt for wagon wheel gates, wagon barrels, etc., much of which decorated the front street. The youthful tormentors were at the back door in front demanding edible plunder by uttering the words trick or treat, to which the inmates gladly responded and sent the robbers away rejoicing. That just, I I don't even know what that meant. I just read something and I'm like totally confused. Um, And then here's something uh, from the Brits. The British apparently hate Halloween. In 2006, a survey found that over half of British homeowners turn off their lights and pretend to not be home on Halloween. Yet another reason why the United States is happy to be free from british rule no fun so there you go there's a little little history on on how the whole trick or treat thing got going it was kind of a religious thing and then it was for like poor people and then it was about spirituality and demons and and now it's just about can we be honest it's just about reese's peanut butter cups man now, none of the spiritual stuff, it's, it's not even about being scary anymore. It's about just give me the damn peanut butter cups, the Twizzlers, the red vines, the good and plenty, the chips. Don't you dare drop an apple in my bag and crush it, you bastards. Um, it's all about the sugar and the candy. And I got to say, man, it's it's, kind of fun, too, to go out to parties and see people get creative, to go to a Halloween party. I went to a Halloween party last night, and uh, it was fun. It was fun to see people I know and people I don't know, like, dressed up. And all of a sudden, uh, you see dudes that you always thought were kind of schluppy, and then they dress up in some cool outfit and you're like oh that guy's kind of cool and hot and then you see some girl that you always thought was just a plain Jane and suddenly she's there in a in a you know a sexy nurse costume with fishnets and her boobs pushed up and you're like wait a minute Barbara when did Barbara become a hottie right suddenly suddenly Barbara's wearing pumps and a little mini skirt and a stethoscope and you're like man, I hope I have a stroke tonight so that nurse can get on me. Um, And then it's just funny to see creative people. Like sometimes you have the people in your social circles that you don't think they're very creative. You know, they work in an office or they, you know, they've never really presented themselves as being all that creative. And then all of a sudden you go to a Halloween party and they're like, whoa, what the hell is that? A flying lizard dragon with a... With a midget on its back, like suddenly they're the most creative people and they win the, the costume contest. You're like, holy crap, you know, and you're like, all right, that's a side of, of my friend I never knew about. Um, but that's so funny. The Brits, the Brits turn out their lights and hide. That, that cracks me up. It's so funny. But it's it's a great tradition, you know. I think it's a really fun holiday because it's not super expensive, like Christmas and Thanksgiving. You don't have to buy a big turkey and make a big meal and have the family, and you don't have to travel to see your family. It's just what's great about Halloween. It's just your community. It's in your own neighborhood right? Your own neighborhood, your own friends. The most you have to buy is a is a little cheesy $30, $40 costume or something. There's no real travel involved. And it's just silly. It gives a chance for people, for grownups, you know, kids love it, of course. I, I loved Halloween as a kid, but it, it really gives grownups a chance to just kind of act out and be silly and, and have a laugh and make fun of each other and make fun of ourselves and it's a fun it's a fun holiday. It's it's kind of a stress-free holiday, unless you get stressed out about the costume. Some people really overthink, "Oh my god, what am I going to wear? I don't know what to wear. Oh my god, what am I going to do? Oh my god." It's like, "Don't stress it, man. Just, you know, put a pair of shorts on backwards if you have to. Uh, put a bra on your head. Uh, get some lipstick and make a uh, make fake stitches on your cheek." I mean, you know, you don't have to owe anyone a you know an Academy Award-winning special effects costume. The idea is just to do something a little silly and have fun. So, uh, so there you go. Happy Halloween! And uh, do we have anything else scary, Raj? I feel like we gotta have something more scary. I mean, you know, the the, the Freddy Krueger thing just didn't do it for me. All right, well, let's do a commercial, and me and Roger are going to put our heads together, and we come back on the other side. We'll try and do something scary to end the show on Halloween.
1: You don't have to pick up a bag of Butterfinger for Halloween. Maybe your house looks good covered in toilet paper. Give those monsters what they want. Get your fingers on some Butterfinger.
0: Okay, this, this is a great idea, Roger. I love it. So, during the commercial, Roger came in the in the studio here. We dimmed the lights. We turned off all the lights. We lit, like, what do we got in here? About, like, 25 candles lit. It's very creepy. And Roger was like, why don't we have a seance and bring someone into the studio that's really scary and really creepy and frightening? And I was like, yes. Yes. Excellent idea. So, we are... We are now in the the, I'm in the studio, Roger's looking through the glass. and I am gonna try and channel some kind of horrific Halloween entity that that just, just freaks us out and repulses us and scares us. And uh, and let's let's see what we have. I guess uh, Roger hit some hit that scary music we had earlier. There we go. And I'll just start chanting. And uh <coughs> Oh god, the smoke in here. <clears throat> I'm gonna start some chanting and see if we can't can't bring bring in some monstrosity into the studio. All the scary forces All the dark forces bring into the studio the lowest Scariest, creepiest, freakiest of all. Bring them to us, oh dark forces. Bring to us on this most hollow of ween the scariest, awfulest, craziest thing that there is out there. Bring him unto us. Oh my god. Did you hear that? Oh my god, the door's creaking open. Roger, the door's creaking open. Come into the studio! Oh, horrible nightmare! Enter now! Hi! I'm Cinnamon Boy! Oh my god, what the hell? I'm Cinnamon Boy, and I love cinnamon! What the hell are you doing here, kid? I don't know, I was just walking down the street eating some cinnamon toast, and all of a sudden it's like I can hear a voice in my head! What do you mean, a voice in your head? Well, I don't know. It's like, come here. Come here. Come come visit. Come here. Oh, my God. I asked for the creepiest, most horrible. Cinnamon boy. You know what? This just about works. This just, You know what? Get out of here, kid. We don't want you. We want something creepy. <laughs> God, the smoke in here and cook some cinnamon over all these candles and have some cooked cinnamon because I'm Cinnamon Boy and I love cinnamon! Get out of here! Up yours, suck a cinnamon stack Out! God! Roger, what the F? Can you believe that idiot Cinnamon Boy came in here and I have to admit he is creepy. I'm Cinnamon boy get out and I love cinnamon out God can we start this again please I don't want cinnamon boy I want something creepy and horrifying and something that makes your skin crawl start the music up again Roger let's try this again make sure security escorts that idiot cinnamon boy out of the building let's do this creepy skin-crawling disgusting vile here we go oh dark forces of the night dark Halloween spirits from the underbelly of the netherworld bring forth from the dark shadows the creepiest Most disgusting vile. Oh, my God. The door's creaking again. Oh, my God. Something's coming in. Something's coming in. Hello, Arland. Oh, my God. Arland. What the hell are you doing here, Dr. Ascot? Arland. Stop saying my name. We're in the middle of a seance. I was just down in the cafeteria, Arland, and it's like I heard a a voice calling me. Oh, my God. What kind of voice? Well, it sounded a lot like your voice, Arland. Oh, really? And what was this voice saying? I believe it said, Bring me the creepiest, most disgusting, vile piece of phlegm from the universe. Yeah, that's about right. Welcome to the seance, Dr. Ascot. You're it. Oh, really? Yeah, you're you're the... You win. You you know what, Roger? Thumbs up for once. We have found the creepiest, scariest, most repulsive. Holland. No, really, look at you. And and how appropriate, you're wearing pumpkin-colored pants. Holland. And a yellow blazer, of all things. Holland, I am trying to be festive. Oh, well, you've done it. Welcome to the seance. You are officially the creepiest. Holland. Yep. Sit down, have a cup of coffee. We're going to play some creepy music. If you want to sit in for the announcements and stuff, Creepoid, you can. Yeah, yeah, that's my name. Don't wear it out there, uh, skin crawler. Mm -hmm. So let's do some announcements while the creepiest freak on the planet sits there with his beady little eyes, the candles glowing in his eyes like a... Vampire Koala. Stop saying it. Sounds like a coffin creaking open. You know what? Actually, keep doing it. It adds to the Halloween. We finally found something scary. This is good. Yep. Love it. Okay. So let's do some announcements here. First of all, happy Halloween to everyone. Have a safe and fun Halloween. Enjoy yourself. Um, Have lots of laughs and frights and and candy and and merriment. And uh, and then kicking off in November, which is Thursday, I'm going to kick off the new month uh, doing stand-up comedy in Tacoma, Washington at the Tacoma Comedy Club. So if you're out there in Seattle or Tacoma or anywhere in the surrounding area, please come out. I'm going to be doing the uh shows Thursday, Friday, uh, Saturday. That's November 1, 2, 3. Great way to kick it off. And um we will uh we'll have a good time, man. Last time I did that club, we sold out every damn night. I mean, we filled that thing every single night. People out there great fans, loved it. So uh, if you want to go to the shows, make sure you get your tickets early. You can order them at harlandwilliams.com. Allandwilliams.com. Holland. Com, Holland. D- don't say my website name, okay? Allandwilliams.com. <laughs> Just sit there and stare in the candles, you freak. Holland. Shh, quiet, I'm doing the announcements. And then uh, two weeks later I will be at the, at another comedy club in uh, Irvine California, which is Orange County at the Irvine Improv. <coughs> God Roger, these candles are really like choking me up in here. Um, Irvine California improv that's November 15, 16, 17 and 18. How about that? So a couple of good shows going down in November. And uh, as of now, those are my last ones for the year. I'm taking December kind of off, which will be really sweet and nice and uh, enjoyable. So go to harlanwilliams.com, order your tickets for Tacoma and Irvine. Get ahead of the curve before they sell out. And while you're at harlanwilliams.com, check out our store. We're selling all kinds of merchandise, a fudgy-wudgy fudge-face movie, a movie that I made independently. That's a little crazy and out there. We've got t-shirts. We've got uh, music. We've got all kinds of cool stuff. So please check that out. Also, while you're there, you can become a premium member. Uh, for just $20 a year, you get every damn episode we've ever done. And we are right now on 966 So... If you don't think that's bang for your buck, $20 for 966 episodes, hello, Dallo. all in quiet. And then uh, if you just want the uh, most current episodes for free, you can download our app. We have a, a free app at the App Store. Uh, download it for free, the Harland Highway Podcast, in your app store on your phone, and you will get... The 50 latest episodes absolutely free. So there you go. Um, so lots of stuff going on. Second season of Puppy Dog Pals is in high gear. People are loving it. People are sending me emails. And and if you want to join the uh, Puppy Dog Pals parade, I do have a Twitter feed just for Puppy Dog Pals fans. And I post all kinds of pictures and comments just dealing with the uh, the cartoon, the Puppy Dog Pals. The Twitter handle is at Puppy Pals Bob. So I kind of answer all the all the uh, tweets on that page as Bob, a character from... He's the guy in, in the Puppy Dog Pals uh, show that I do the voice for. Bob is the owner of the Puppy Dog Pals, the two little pugs. And so uh, if you want to share your, your pictures of your kids wearing uh, Puppy Dog Pals costumes or little videos of them watching the show or playing with the toys or whatever. We have a great time at, at Puppy Dog Pals, at Puppy Pals Bob. Puppy Pals Bob, and uh, you can uh, share with all the uh, Puppy Dog Pals news-related stuff. Um, and uh, what else? I think that's it. Just, just have a great time uh, trick-or-treating. Uh, and enjoy yourself, and thank you for being here. Sorry Freddy Krueger was a bit of a letdown, but... And the seance, and everything else. But we did get the, the creep Dr. Ascot, which I think is the scariest of all. Arland. Stop it! Holland. may I do something before you go? What? It's very Halloween-y, <sighs> All right, close it out with what are you going to do? I'd like to sing a Halloween song. Okay, just do it. Thank you, Holland. One, two, three... Just sing it! I was working in my lab late one night, when my eyes beheld an eerie sight. The monster from his lab began to rise and Suddenly, to my surprise... No, this sounds horrible. Stop it. He did the mash... Stop it. He did the monster mash, Holland. You don't say my name during the song. It caught on in a flash, Holland. Stop saying my name. He did the monster mash out from his coffin. No, stop it. Get it out. Get him out. Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist island? Get out. (sighs) Idiot. That's it. Happy Halloween, everybody. Have a great time. And until next time, chicken chow
1: trick or treat. May... My breath smells like a horse farted in a pile of cow manure and sucked it into a crap machine that someone just barfed into.